Welcome to Hashtag SAP Talks, where each month, your host, David Trites, introduces you to a company that has successfully transformed their business using SAP solutions. Business challenges, best practices, and lessons learned are all revealed. Now, here is your host and moderator, David Trites. Hello, and welcome to another episode of SAP Talks with small and mid-sized business. I'm David Trites, and today we're going to be talking about human resources. That's right, human resources, an important function that's often overlooked and underappreciated by small and mid-sized companies because they just don't have time for it. But to grow a business, you need to recruit, develop, retain talented people. So let's talk about how to do that. My two guests today are Lisa Campbell. She's a senior director of HR at Neotract, a medical device company based in California with about 120 employees. Hi, Lisa, and welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And I'd also like to welcome Ursula Ringham. Ursula is a director of digital marketing at SAP and focuses on small and mid-sized enterprise. Hi, Ursula. How are you doing? Hi, David. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. And Lisa, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, both you guys, for joining. So I wanted to kick off the conversation with a little discussion about building company culture and employee engagement, because I read something really interesting the other day. It's in the, in the 2015 Global Human Resource Capital Trends Report published by Deloitte, the number one issue organizations were facing was company culture and employee engagement. It said 87% cited culture and engagement as their top challenge, but less than half of organizations believe they have good programs in place to engage and retain employees. That is not good. So Lisa, what, what are your thoughts on this? Is building culture and engagement things you're focused on at Neotract? And, and what, if so, what are you doing about it? Oh, sure. Absolutely. We, uh, we went with, uh, we're constantly measuring our culture and our engagement. We literally just wrapped up our uh, second, our semi-annual uh, engagement survey earlier this week. In fact, I was just in the dashboard about an hour ago, <laughs> combing through the results. Right. Uh, and, and I reviewed the results with our um, CEO, chief technical officer, and CFO just the other day. We we pour through the results and we go through all the comments. We go through the ratings. Uh, we will roll the results out to the employees in a couple of weeks. We're going to roll them out to the leadership team next week. So we're, we're very focused on that and we're very focused on uh, what action items we can take following uh, each one of these surveys. Excellent. Is that something you guys were always focused on or is this um, is culture and engagement uh, a new thing that you guys have been looking at? No, actually, when I was brought on board uh, a year and a half ago, the conversation just always focused around people and culture, people and culture. And one of the things I was asked to do uh, probably about middle of this year um, regarding both of those was um, put something in place that would eat. We have a very performance-based culture here okay. and uh, where we have strong accountability. And uh, our CEO asked me if I could get something in place, very specific, very tactical. He wanted to be able at a glance to look at everyone's goals, particularly his direct reports, which of course head up all of the functions here. Where were they at with their mid-year goals? Uh, where were they at with what they said they would do at the beginning of the year? How were they tracking against those? And uh, we needed an easy solution for that. We were heavy into PowerPoint. And uh, it was often my job to herd the cats and to gather uh, all of that information. So um, 
we introduced success factors and uh, started with goal management, performance management, and it just blended right into our culture because we're very focused on performance and culture and accountability 24-7. So did I hear you correctly? You said you're using PowerPoint? But how- <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. You're, you're we left PowerPoint. No. Uh, so let, let me just back up a minute. We, Because we're very performance-based here, we have company objectives that we roll out uh, to the entire company. We review them at all of our all-company meetings. We break those down into quarterly objectives. Then all of the functions have their goals, and all of the individuals have their goals. So it's a lot to track, a lot to manage. And again, I was asked for a simple solution with regard to how can we just take the pulse? How can we see where we're at with how everyone is doing against their deliverables and against their objectives? So that's when we introduced success factors and we started with goal management so that we would have um, a one-stop shop, if you will, for everyone not only to be able to track their own goals, but to see what other people were focused on in the company. Sure. So with the goal management, um What's give me give me an example like what what types of goals are you guys tracking? Your your medical device manufacturer, I'm sure you have very clear uh, measurements around you know what you guys are doing. Um, so give me an example of of some of the goals you're you're measuring. Oh wow, we measure everything from revenue to a uh, number of covered lives. We're uh, we have a breakthrough technology product, and we're in the process of getting approvals. Uh, around the U.S. so that we can sell our product to all of our physicians. We're tracking the reliability of our product, the yields of our product, and we're tracking uh, future product pipeline. Those are the high-level company objectives, and uh, all of that filters down, impacts different departments uh, in different ways, and so all of the individual functions have objectives that roll up into those. And we communicate those to the company on a regular basis. So, Lisa, it sounds like you definitely have made HR a strategic priority. And I think that's very important. Um, There are so many small businesses that they're moving at lightning speed. They're doing so many things. And if they don't set culture early, um, it's going to be very tough to grow the business um, because employee engagement should be a priority. Um, Because without it, you cannot have, you know, growth there and, you know, employee dissatisfaction. So it's, you know, it's great to hear all that you're doing. And I'm fascinated, I think, like David was, that you originally were using PowerPoint. And it's amazing to hear now with success factors. Um, it sounds like just last week, you're able to review everything at the, your fingertips very easily. So that's always wonderful to hear. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's a place now where employees can go. And like I said, they can not only, they have visibility into their uh, supervisor's goals, into their VP's goals. It sounds simple, but it's not so simple when you're in a large organization where everything is paper-based and there's no one central location for that. And uh, so employees got into it pretty quickly. And uh, they were in the system a lot, getting out all of their information in there, looking up uh, sometimes you have employees two and three levels down in the organization and they don't have a lot, lot of visibility into what um, their management is focused on and what their cross-functional counterparts are focused on. So it was very helpful in that regard. And you hit on a key point there because there's different levels of employees and it is, you know, a growing business. It's important that um, someone at a certain level might know where they are and, um, you know, with their progress within the company. So it's wonderful that you have uh, visibility into all of that. Yes, we do. 
And like I mentioned, we uh, were very, um, very aware of employee engagement. We talk about it a lot. We uh, were doing right now two surveys a year. We have a tool for that as well, a solution for that. And uh, it's real time. The feedback is real time. The dashboard is right there. Uh, we have a very high, we just closed our second survey this year. As I mentioned, we're at a 94% um, participation rate, which was um, fabulous. And uh, we just learned that we're above in all of the categories above all of the Bay Area benchmarks. So that was good news for us. Yeah, congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Yes, that's excellent. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Building a successful company isn't easy. Most days you work 9 to 5 and 5 to 9, but it doesn't have to be that way. SAP solutions for small and mid-sized companies are designed to make your job easier. Easy to install and use, SAP SME solutions help automate and integrate business processes and provide real-time, actionable insight so you can make important business decisions on the spot and get home in time to enjoy dinner. To learn how to simplify your life, go to sap.com SME. You are listening to Hashtag SAP Talks with David Trites. Engage with us on Twitter using Hashtag SAPTALKS. Now, let's get back to the show. And we're back on SAP Talks. I'm David Trites, and I'm speaking with Lisa Campbell, Senior Director of HR at Neotract, and Ursula Ringham, Director of Digital Marketing, SAP. So I just wanted to fill you guys in on something I saw on Twitter this morning. It was pretty funny. Someone posted an HR-related conversation between a, like a CFO and a CEO. It was kind of like a, a like a comic, like a comic commercial little thing. The CFO says to the CEO, "What happens if we invest a lot in our employees and they leave?" And the CEO replies, "What happens if we don't invest in them at all and they stay?" Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> you seen that? I was just on Twitter this morning. I saw that, and I immediately thought about our podcast, so I thought I'd share that. But it's really important. You know, we're talking about employee engagement and uh, the culture of the company. And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, in the surveys, uh, it's, it's a number one issue right now in a lot of uh, big and small companies. So it's great that you guys are focused on it. So, um, Lisa, tell me a little bit about the success factors implementation. What was it like? You know, how did you guys manage it? Let's see, what was it like? Uh, the words quick and easy come to mind. Uh, in terms of how we managed it, we went ahead and uh, worked with KPIT. And uh, the representative that uh, we worked with, she was very knowledgeable. I think she's done uh, a large number of implementations. She was not only knowledgeable, very available. Um, she had us up and running within days. Uh, she is all about learning, um, teaching us to fish so that we could fly solo. And uh, we we had a very quick implementation. We were live within a month, two two to three weeks, with goal management, performance management, and um, performance management, including uh, mid-year reviews and 360s. And we literally rolled them out um, simultaneously. I love hearing that because the one thing, you know, with SAP, I think some small businesses look at SAP and it's a big, large company and it's only for enterprise. And yet we do have solutions for small and mid-sized enterprise. And our partners are kind of the key that help us with the implementation. 
So, you know, SAP partners can really work with companies like yours. And as you said, what, it took one month to get you up and running? That, that's amazing and wonderful to hear. Yeah, and again, not just with goal management, but we did mid-year reviews uh, in six, using success, success factors. We walked away from uh, the Word, uh, the traditional uh, paper-based forms, and we went ahead and rolled out uh, 360 reviews for our uh, field sales management team. So all of that was new and uh, went fairly smoothly. And you have uh, employees kind of all over the world. Where, where is everyone based? We do. Uh, the majority of our people are here in the U.S. We have uh, about 80 uh, people in Pleasanton, California, Northern California. The rest of our people in the U.S. are mostly salespeople, and they're scattered throughout the um, throughout the country. And then we have a small contingent in Europe and uh, half a dozen people in Australia. And so the implementation went, went to everybody? It did. We were doing 360s uh, around the world, and uh, we were doing goal management here in Pleasanton, and we did uh, mid-year reviews here in Pleasanton as well. Wow. That, yeah, that's definitely impressive in rolling that out in three to four weeks. How, how about the training? What did you guys do to get people um, up and running and trained on the, on the system? Uh, in terms of training, we did a number of how-to documents. Uh, I spent some one-on-one time with people and uh, also did some lunch and learns, kind of a combination of all of the above. So it didn't sound like uh, it was difficult to uh, to train people and get them up and running on the system. No, it wasn't. And really, uh, the people in the field, it's so intuitive. Uh, the people in the field were just able to go on uh, the few how-to guides that we provided to them. And I think like the key here is the ease of use, you said. And also, I think the employees, um, they found the tool, you know, as you said, easy to use. And um, if you have that in a product, it makes the adoption of it easier um, in the long run for a company. And employee engagement is so key with that. So um, I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I knew that ease of use uh, would have to be ever-present because uh, this was showtime. And I knew that I wanted to use success factors for more than uh, what the initial purpose was. And uh, so I wanted, um, I wanted it to be well-received. So we, we purposely made it as easy as possible. And I have to ask, how did you even first hear of success factors? Because I know from PowerPoint to success factors is a big difference, but what was that <laughs> thing that got you into success factors? Oh, wow. I'm trying to remember. It was at my prior company, uh, also a medical device company, also in Northern California. And I believe I heard about it uh, from some colleagues that were using it at their company. And so we used it for five years at my prior company. So what, what impact has success factors had on the organization? Where, where has it made the most impact? I think one of the places that it has made the most impact was we have a, uh, a tradition here, uh, a practice of meeting once a month as a management team. We have all of our uh, senior leaders in the room. We have our directors and we have some managers, probably about 20 people. And as I mentioned, uh, we had a practice of uh, gathering once a month. All of our goals are up on the screen, and we go through them uh, line by line. And everyone speaks to whether or not they're on track, they're behind, if they're behind, what resources they need. And uh, I was the chief cat herder 
and yes. gatherer of the slides. <laughs> and as soon as my CEO said he wanted a simple solution, I saw that as my opportunity to get success factors in here so that uh, we could walk away from PowerPoint altogether and that uh, everyone could just uh, be self-reliant be in the system, be entering their own goals. I wouldn't be chasing them for slides. People could update in real time, and um, and it would be at their fingertips. So I, that's uh, been a big change for me. And also, as we are growing, and so many companies in the Bay Area are growing and scaling, I knew as soon as I joined Neotrack that uh, I would need to get the company away from paper-based reviews. Some companies have walked away from the annual performance review process altogether. We have not. We've kept it in place, and we have a semi-annual check-in. But I knew that uh, one of the things that I wanted to implement was to get us away from a paper-based process and to get us electronic. Because, again, when you have employees based all over the world, there's just too – it's too inefficient to have a paper-based system where you're chasing people and signatures are required and um, you want something that's easy to use. You want something that um, is a tool that can capture people's effectiveness and um, how they're performing, uh, particularly against their objectives. And um, you want a tool that's easy to use and to roll out among the employees. Yeah, you absolutely. Know- we're in this era of digital transformation. And so, you know, paper-based ways of doing business are becoming obsolete. And so I kind of see in the small businesses that, you know, if you go and pursue a digital transformation, um, it'll help your business in the long run. Um, and I can see already with um, everything you've been talking about today with what your company is doing with success factors, that is definitely a successful uh, move that you did. Yeah, we're very metric-driven. And again, in um, success factors in the employee engagement tool that we use, uh, the first thing you see when you log in, you have your dashboards, and they're right there in front of you. And you can see how people are tracking against their goals. You can see who's completed their 360, who's completed their review. Uh, it pops out right away if an employee hasn't been met with and hasn't sat down with their manager and gone over their review. So all of that is right at your fingertips, and, and you're not you're not spending your time doing things like chasing those things down and trying to figure out if a if a uh, mid-year check-in has even happened. I would think that getting onto a system like SuccessFactors and getting away from paper would help, you know, onboarding new new employees and recruiting. Have you have you uh, seen any benefits in that area? Uh, we haven't yet. I'm getting ready to move. We actually have an onboarding check-in uh, that we do 60 days in where we check in with the new employee. How's it going? How was your onboarding? Did you have all the tools that you need? Are you having one-on-ones with your – is your manager meeting with you uh, in a one-on-one once a week? Are all of those things happening? And we're getting ready to move that from Survey Monkey to Success Factors. We're in the process of doing that now. And mm-hmm. then also – we like to take the pulse of the employee's customers after the first 60 days. How's the employee doing? Um, do they have the skill set that uh, that uh, they said they had that that we thought we were hiring? So it's a two-way street. We like to check in with both of uh, the employee's customers and with the employee. And all of that was in SurveyMonkey, and we're in the process of bringing that over to success factors. That's really interesting. What other... Um Type of employee development strategy you guys focusing on now or or in the future? 
Well, we're getting, uh, next year we will have uh, a lot of emphasis on leadership development, and yeah. we've committed to the employees that uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, put career development in success factors. In fact, I was on a phone call yesterday. We're getting ready to implement implement that module. And um, we've already talked about the fact that employees own their own career development. What we want to do is provide them with the tools so that they can, again, have an easy place to park their career goals and be able to have those conversations with their managers with an easy tool to use and a place to track their progress. Oh, and let me also mention one of the first things that I was asked to do when I came on board here a year and a half ago was people kept saying, Lisa, we don't have any visibility into what it takes to be promoted here. How can I get ahead? What does my career track look like? Um, how can I progress in my career? I'm not even necessarily looking for a promotion. I just want to know how I can progress and how two to three years from now I can get my skill set to a point where I will be considered for that promotion or for that next uh, advancement opportunity. So we actually spent quite a bit of time with a number of different people here coming up with what the promotion criteria would be for our company, how was it unique to Neotract, and what those different career paths would look like for employees. So again, uh, we completed that project, but it's all on Word documents and in Excel spreadsheets right now. So uh, the commitment that we've made to the employees is that we're going to uh, go ahead and put that in success factors and make it visible to all employees. Because one of the things that we've laughed about is that we've all been at prior companies where perhaps those milestones have been documented, but it's a piece of paper that was put in front of you for about 30 seconds and then it was whisked away and no one ever got to see it again. So right. they were going, and how do I get promoted? Yes. So uh, yeah. we've, we've done all that. We've documented it. And now we're going to put it in success factors. Yeah, that's really important for people to be able to see, you know, what what are the development opportunities? What does it take to get to the next level, uh, yeah. either, you know, vertically or horizontally? I know, we, you know, we work in a technology organization and it's not always, you know, not always a management path. Maybe you want to be going a more technical path. People need to see they have those options and what their career path can be and find mentors in the company, um, you know, that can help them get there. And the, the other important thing is, um is succession planning, you know, is, is you want to grow as a business. And of course you need, you know, leaders to take over and you need to be able to develop those people and, and, and nurture them along throughout their career path. You don't want to, you don't want to have turnover and, you know, you want to keep your best people. And so giving them a, a clear guidance on, on where they can go, what their options are uh, in the future is really important. Oh, absolutely. There's a reason uh, why they call it a war on talent. And, uh, you know, we're competing, obviously, for all of the best talent here in the Bay Area. And once we get people on board and uh, once they become a neotractor, it's on us to work with the employee to develop them, just as you described, to develop them and nurture them and provide a coaching environment and provide ways um, for people to progress in their career and to articulate that, that to them and to make those uh, paths available to them. Yeah, there really is a war on talent. And I also know, the, especially with the younger generation, people want to work for a company that is 
digitally enabled. I mean, if you're recruiting people into your company and you're still working on it with paper, you know, or in PowerPoint, um, it's <laughs> it's not too impressive. They want to work with companies that that are technology enabled, that are connected, that they can communicate with their managers, you know, on their cell phones anywhere. They can log into their systems from anywhere, and and manage their career from anywhere. So if you want to keep really good people, you know, you have to be on top of uh, top of things like that and give them the the, the latest tools. Otherwise, they're gonna you know, go work for a competitor. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah, and I was going to say, a better prepared workforce delivers better results, right? And if you don't invest in that training and development, employees can't thrive, and then that hurts the company. So, definitely, absolutely. I I was literally in a conversation with an employee 15 minutes before I got on the phone with you, and that was the conversation that we were having. It's, it's a hot topic right now. It is. People want to know how they, again, they're not even necessarily looking for an immediate promotion, but they do want to know how they can progress in their career, what projects are going to be available to them, and how they're going to be able to stretch and grow in the next six to 12 months. Yeah. So one last question before we, uh, before we wrap it up. What, what advice do you have for other small companies that are trying to build out and improve their HR processes? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> put your, I would put yourself in as many different chairs as you could. Put yourself in the employee seat, obviously the user seat, the user experience. The, these are your customers. These are the people that are going to be able, that will be using the tool that you're providing. I would say provide something that's as easy for people to use um, as possible, easy, easy to use, easy to navigate. Um, get their input during the implementation, show them how the product is shaping up so that by the time you roll it out, you've already got their buy-in and put processes and systems in place that are scalable. Because if, you're, if your company is growing exponentially like we are, you absolutely have to put solutions like success factors and other solutions as well that are scalable and easy for people to use. Yeah, absolutely. You got to build for growth, right? I was uh, yeah. at a conf- at a conference the other day, and, and someone was saying, you know, don't look at projects like they have an end date, uh, and and don't look at features and functions, but uh, you know, build solutions that scale for the future because there really is no end. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, Ursula, any further uh, comments from you? No, we have covered everything here. I think, you know, just the importance getting back to when we started the conversation is if you are a smaller, mid-sized uh, company and you're going to be growing, you really need to focus on your people and um, you need to have an HR strategy and make it a priority uh, because if you don't, you know, there's a war out there uh, with, I, I know in the Bay Area, myself living here, um, competition is out there and you, uh, if a company can have an easy solution that can help with that process and doing the reviews and 360s, um, you're going to have retention of your employees. Absolutely. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you very much for joining. We really appreciate it. It was an excellent conversation. Thank you. Thanks for having and, me. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Ursula, as well. It's always you're great welcome. to talk to you. And I'd also like to thank our listeners. So thank you for tuning in and keep the conversation going on Twitter by using hashtag SAP Talks when we'll talk to you next time.
You've been listening to Hashtag SAP Talks with David Trites. To learn more about SAP small and mid-size enterprises solutions, visit sap.com forward slash SME. The best run businesses run SAP. 